Hey everyone, welcome to episode 19 of the Antler Up podcast. On this episode, I'm joined by Joe Coy with 4th Arrow Camera Arms. And in this episode of the Antler Up podcast, Joe and I talk about self-filming your hunts and the brand new products that 4th Arrow Camera Arms is coming out with. Really enjoyed having Joe on this episode and looking forward to getting our hands on that brand new Talon Micro Triple Arm Kit from 4th Arrow. As always, a big thank you to all of you for the continued support, and especially from all of our partners. Be sure to check them out over on our website at antlerupoutdoors.com. Onyx is the number one hunting app that lets you know exactly where you stand. This past Saturday, Dimitri and I were out turkey hunting, but also hitting some core areas we wanted to scout for this upcoming whitetail season. And throughout the day, we kept pulling up our Onyx hunt map to mark all the sign that we were seeing with also with our way, with hitting them with our waypoints and potential entry and exit uh, paths. And another key aspect of this app that we used was when we found some good trees that we marked uh, for potential spots for next year. This allows us to get back to that same tree or come fall and at least to get in that same general area that we want to hunt. All these tools and key features could be used right from your fingertips on your phone or from your computer. So go to onyxmaps.com and download the number one hunting app today. First Light's merino wool obsidian pants are what I've been wearing all turkey season. They are taking a beating during this crazy PA weather from rain, sunshine, and snow, uh, and they've kept me warm when it's been colder, and it's also uh, when I've gotten them wet, they've dried super, super quick. They're extremely comfortable. Uh, they resist that odor being from the merino wool, uh, and these features make the obsidian a uh, superior choice from a wide range of stationary and active hunting applications. So find more about them and what other great products uh, First Light has to offer over at firstlight.com. And looking to deck out your bow with a great set of custom strings, then now is the time uh, to get them built over at americasbestbowstrings.com. Their Platinum Series strings are what I run on my Matthews VXR28, and I love everything about them from their custom color to the performance. The technology and quality of these strings are, are stands out the most, and the Platinum Series strings now come with a two-year warranty, and the Premium come with a one-year warranty, but regardless, they still have the same unmatched quality and performance, so check them out over at America's Best Bowstrings.com. And the broadheads that we use, we're using severed broadheads. Uh, man, these, I can't speak more highly about them. Uh, not only are they amazing that fly straight, so no tuning is needed, uh, but man, the holes cut massive uh, and, and they're cost effective because they're straight to you, straight to consumer. Uh, and man, what a great people too behind the product. Love talking to them uh, when we have the opportunity. So check out uh, the great people and the great product of Sever Broadheads over at their website, severbroadheads.com. And the Cobra Archery Harvester uh, is a release of choice for me. And because of, the, because of the total adjustability it has to offer, what I love about it, it has the UTS Unified Trigger System, uh, the length and angle, uh, and be able to rotate it on the th of the thumb trigger is quickly and securely set into position with just one screw. Uh, awesome, built like a tank, and uh, feels really comfortable in the hand as well. So check this awesome re release out over at irondecoy.com. Again, thank you everybody for listening. Appreciate all our, our support from, from you as, as a listener and as well from our partners. I uh, hope you really enjoy this one, especially if you're already self-filming or if you're getting into it. Uh, check out uh, what 4th Arrow Camera Arms has to offer. Uh, until then, antler up. Hey everyone, we are live with another episode of the Antler Up podcast and Joe Coy with 4th Arrow Camera Arms. Joe, we are ex excited to have you on and welcome to the show. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. Awesome, Joe. Well, man, I'm pumped to get into this conversation because I've been using the tried and true stiff arm uh, and really excited about what is coming out when you guys just released it about two weeks ago or just shy of two weeks, the Talon Micro Triple Arm Kit and just that new uh, shoulder and base. So we'll get into that during our, our conversation here. Uh, but before we do that, let's get just it right into it, Joe. Just tell us who you are and where you're coming from and what role you have with uh, Fourth Arrow. Right, right. So I'm the, at Fourth Air, I've been here a couple of years now. Um, I'm their marketing, I'm our marketing guy. So um, if you go on our social pages, that's going to be me posting on there and doing a lot of, we do a lot of advertising on social media. So that's kind of one of our 
our main places we advertise. So you'll, you'll see us around there a lot. Um, and we're not, we're not a super huge company. So we, you know, with that, (laughs) there's a lot of different roles that you kind of play. So it's, (laughs) it's, it's fun. There's, there's a lot of variety every day. So, um, no, it's, it's, it's great. That's awesome, man. And that's the thing, like you were saying, just a small company. I mean, fourth arrow has been around, fourth arrow has been around for the last five years and just been doing awesome things from, uh, making fluid heads to tripod arms to and obviously your your camera base arms and uh, for self-filming. And, you know, we talked about it just here in the intro and you have some new products coming out as as well. Right, right. So, yeah, we are really excited about all our new products. Um, kind of how it all got started um, about, you know, five plus years ago now. Um, we actually, we first came up with what's called our Winsent product line, which if you're familiar with that, it's, basically we're, we're applying the vaping scent technology to deer scents. So we have a special process where we can take the deer urine and then vape it out. So it's, it's really cool dispersal system. It heats the scent up, it's active. So anyway, as we came out with that several, several years ago, um, and we, we needed footage of it, right? So we're out there filming a lot of us, um, you know, filming each other or self filming or, and all the gear that was out there, we just, we didn't like, we didn't, we, we didn't like how heavy it was. It wasn't super versatile. Um, a lot of us hunt private land and we're going back to the same stand all the time and, or multiple different stands. And it was just so heavy to log in, you know, lug in some of that gear. So, um, <laughs> our, our owner, yeah, he's actually, he's like, man, we should make our own camera. And so they started playing around with it and not too long later, um, you know, we developed that, that first, that first fourth era camera. And so, uh, just kind of the beauty of it, the whole, the, the whole reason we, you know, created the camera in the first place was just to solve a need. We needed something lighter Absolutely. and more packable and more versatile. So because we hunt on private land, we, we wanted bases that we could put in each one of our trees so that we didn't have to run a ratchet strap every time. Um, we wanted a shoulder or some type of system that could level really easily, um, where you could put, you know, your camera arm system at any angle on any tree, you know, you don't want to, you don't want your camera arm to dictate what tree you can hunt out of. So that was another thing. So with that, with the first camera arms that that we made, we're like, yes, finally, we, we accomplished that goal. Um, so yeah, we've been, um, selling those arms with our, our old system for quite a while. We've made some improvements and different changes along the way. Um, and then we, we keep hearing feedback, like, you know, you guys need to create something, you know, even lighter or even more packable. <laughs> right. And a lot of, and, and kind of saddle hunting has kind of picked up over the last couple of years and it's become more and more popular. And of course, when you're saddle hunting, you want, you're, I mean, you're very minimalist with your gear. Um, so we have all these different people saying this, and of course we're, we're using all our gear too. So right. we, we know what we're looking for. We know what we want to. So, um, it's actually been a few years that the, the new products have been in development. Um, really been trying to just kind of push the envelope when it comes to being able to have a really compact, um, shoulder where you can have the 360 degree leveling. Right. But we, we wanted to get rid of that tool. We're just sick of that tool dangling, dangling around. And a lot of people, you know, they, they, the honest people would say, yeah, I don't like that tool. Yeah, <laughs> you right. know, it levels it great. But, um, so we wanted to figure out a way to get rid of that tool. And with the new system, um, uh, we were able to figure that out. It's so much easier to level now. It's, it's, it's great. Um, plus, um, I know you mentioned like our, our Talon system with what that is it, for, for any of you out there listening. Um, just so you can kind of understand how a fourth arrow camera arm works. Basically our system is a three piece system. Um, you have your base, your shoulder, and your arm. The base is what you strap to the tree. Um, and then your shoulder, you slide down right on your base traditionally with our system. And that's where all the leveling is. So you get that level and then you drop your arm, your camera arm in, um, and then you're, you're good to start filming. So kind of a three piece system. Well, with our new, the other thing, you know, with trying to make things more packable, we wanted to create a system where we could have the base and the shoulder be all one. Because if you're out in public land and you're moving from spot to spot all the time, 
you're not going to leave a base in that tree. Right. Right. So we wanted something, we wanted to be able to shave off weight, make it more packable. So we created what's called our, our new talon system. Basically it's a accessory that bolts right to the back of our new 3.0 shoulder, um, which is our new toolless shoulder and it attaches on the back of there. And it's got these flip out talons, which are basically the claws that grip to the tree when you strap it in. So they flip, they flip in for packability, flip out for when you put it on the tree. And we cut out about like, I want to say it was like 35 plus percent of weight versus our old system. So that's kind of, that's kind of a long history, kind of a long story, but that's kind of the history behind fourth arrow and, you know, kind of some of the development with our, with our new products. Yeah. No. And like you mentioned too, I mean, within the last two years, obviously you had that, uh, like I would say that, that first base, that first shoulder, and then you guys came out with, I want to say, was it last year that updated running gun bait, uh, shoulder base, like just a little bit lighter. Yeah. Right. Right. So we last year, um, came up with, um, well, I'll kind of take you through the history of what yeah. we, what we've done. Um, we started with our original, um, and then we went to our 2.0 shoulder and bases. Basically, we just inverted the way the shoulder and the base work connects together. So it made it a little bit more compact. And then last year, uh, we, we released what's called our micro yep. um, shoulder and base. So we just made it a little bit more compact, a little more packable. Um, and then, you know, that, that micro kind of got put to the side now that the new system's coming right, out. Right. So I'm pretty excited about the new one. <laughs> That's awesome. No, and so am I. What's actually kind of funny is you released that new, the new product, that video two weeks ago, and immediately on my social media feeds, you know, whether it would be in classifieds on Facebook, uh, you know, I belong to Self Film Hunter uh, Facebook group and all that type of stuff. People were like selling whatever they had. And, you know, people would comment like, they would see a brand new piece of arm or somebody would be like, Hey, X brand, it's brand new. I'm just looking to sell. And somebody would be like, why? And they're like, I want that new fourth arrow. I'm, I'm going to pre-order that one. So you're definitely, <laughs> it's, it made uh you, you guys made a really quick impact just because I think like you mentioned, a lot of people are doing the running gun are getting a lot mobile. I know it's right now, it's a huge topic. And uh, especially too, for myself, I mean, I came from, a hunting style where like you were saying about hunting on private land. And I actually had three of those bases already, uh, on, on three different stands back at home where I hunt, uh, like in Northeast PA and I currently live in central, but then now, you know, and then I had my base that I carried along with me here. And like you said, I'm just really looking forward to that small, slim, compact. It's reducing the weight and uh, that one overall kit. So like when you think about it, that talon, the base and the shoulder, that's going to be, I'm only, and then if I have my camera arm, that's going to be two bases uh, or two items in one, basically, uh, instead of how you were saying like the three piece. And I know it is three pieces, but it's right. going to it's going to be put, put the base and the shoulder all up on one and then boom, throw in that arm, which I'm really excited about. Right. Absolutely. No. Yep. No, man, that's, that's really, really cool. And I'm excited for that. And, you know, we we're saying too, I, I saw in the video, well, the one thing, how you were saying about continuing developing, you've created the carbon, uh, arms throughout the years and you're on the 3.0 and, uh, you'll be able to put in any camera arm within this, the base and the shoulder, correct? Correct. Yep. So that's kind of the beauty of the whole system. We, we, we don't want to make it where, you know, you buy the old product, you can't use, you know, the new stuff we come out with. So, you know, all our, all our current, you know, camera arms we have out there, they'll all work, you know, slide right into the new system. The other thing too is, um, you know, a lot of guys invested in bases and set them up in their trees and they might have, you know, half a dozen bases in different trees. And, you know, we didn't want them to have to just totally throw those away. Um, so we, we introduced what's just our, what's called our base conversion kit. So, um, you can easily convert your 2.0 base. It doesn't work with our original just because of the the changes that have kind of progressed over the last five years. Um, but with, if you have a 2.0, which is they're a black base, I think our 1.0s, um, sometimes they're a gray or a green color. Okay. Um, but our 2.0s, they're black. Um, and you can just basically replace the top plate on them. And they'll work with the new 3.0 toolless shoulder. So just trying to keep everything where we, you know, we don't waste anything and we're good to our customer base because right. they've invested a lot and, um, you know, may as well just pull the base off the tree 
swap a component, put it right back on, and you're good to go with the new system. Right. Well, and even like myself, I mean, I'm u- using that just because it's me as an example, how I'm saying, like, I'll be transitioning into a saddle this upcoming year. So I've been traditionally a tree stand hunter. And I know maybe when I go back home, if if there's an area where my dad has it a good spot or um, it's a preset stand, I may just go up in there. And if that's the case, that base is already on there and I'll have that converter kit or I could still just use the one that I already have. Um, And I have the, just like I said, the stiff arm, so I could just roll with that. But in a situation where if I'm going to be going mobile, I have that. It's not going to take up any room in my pocket and I could use that, that new one when it comes out. So I'm excited for that. Yeah. But, for for yeah. me, I like, I have a couple of different shoulders and I'm like, you know what I'm going to do on my two spots that I hunt the most on my private land spots. I'm going to put those shoulders right in those bases and right. leave them there all season long. Yeah, <laughs> That making... way I only have to carry my arm, yeah. you know? So no, no sense throwing away your old shoulder. Uh, you may as well just stick it in one of your favorite trees and <laughs> you're good to yeah, go. Right. Yeah. So I just want to, cause I, I've listened to the one podcast and you guys got talked about how like you're, you're out there using the products and you saw what, what you need. Talk a little bit more about that just because, you know, you're just, what I love is you guys are all self film hunters. You're, you're not, you're non non hunters and developing some kind of camera gear. So talk about, walk us through a little bit of like, how you saw the need, uh, and like how you kept hearing from, from other people that are invested in, in with the company. Right. Right. So, you know, kind of like, I kind of go back to the history of fourth arrow, you know, to begin with too, like we already kind of mentioned, mm-hmm. um, just seeing the need for that extra pack ability, the level ability. Um, and really, I think the fun part of this all, you know, we get to use the equipment ourselves. So if there's any flaw in it, if there's anything we can tweak or change, you know, we can provide basically our own feedback for that. Um, but two, it's really fun to be able to go to different trade shows because that's where we can really inter- interact with the people and, you know, they can give us feedback and, right. you know, we've had, we have a lot of our field staffers too, which is really fun. Um, and that's, that's one of the main things I stress when I, you know, I, I meet some of our guys, even our, you know, some of our, you know, our web shows that we we're partnered up with. I'm like, Hey, one of the, one of the things that you bring to the table is feedback. We want to hear your feedback. So, um, it really has helped us a lot. And I know we did a a customer survey early on this year and everything kind of aligned with what we've been hearing from talking to guys at trade shows, what we're experiencing ourselves out in the field, um, with all our main things, our main goals, um, as far as what we wanted to develop in the future. Um, so it just kind of, it was fun to have that reaffirmed as we did that survey. And, uh, so yeah, that plays a big role. And it, I think the biggest example where, um, you know, we've tried to, you know, adapt and create something that works, you know, for other hunting scenarios too, you know, most of us here aren't saddle hunters, but we keep hearing guys saying, you guys need to create something for saddle hunting. And so we had more and more people saying that and, um, you know, we were able to work with, um, some guys at saddle hunt that live around, um, our, our place here right. in, uh, West Michigan. And they really helped us, gave us some feedback. And that was fun to be able to work with, with the guys that are, you know, they're every day in the fall, they're, they're saddle hunting. So it was fun to be able to get their take on, you know, what would be nice to have. So, um, we're, we're pretty excited with where that all ended up and, and, uh, yeah, never hesitate to send us feedback and what you like, what you don't like. And we can always just, you know, keep, keep, uh, moving things forward. That's awesome. No, because I think too, uh, when you look online and, you know, right now there's, there's hundreds of different forums and, and groups and this and that, that people could look at. And, you know, the thing about the trend, like we just mentioned was to get lighter, get smaller. But the one thing that there's tons of different brands out there. And then when someone gets it and they test it out, you know, there's, there seems to be bounce. There's this, there's that, the transitions, it's not smooth. So the stabilization isn't as great and they're charging a lot of money. And the one thing that I, and you see people going back to, and I remember right before I dove into doing self-filming, a lot of people will just say, man, you cannot go wrong with fourth arrow camera arms. They're sturdy, they're durable, uh, they're built like a tank and just how steady and, and just, 
you know, strong they are. And that's what, you know, I see that firsthand with the stiff arm, but now again, like how I said about transition and getting a little bit more mobile and, uh, that three, the three arm base on that new talon one is going to be awesome just because it's still solid. It's still going to reach and do with the needs. And I saw the video that you guys have posted on that from the individual that did the review already. Uh, was it risky outdoors? Is that how you say that? Yeah. yeah, um, yeah uh, I mean, yeah. that's, that's solid. And that's something for me, like I'll, I'll be, you know, I practice what I preach in a sense. So like once, and I'll get up when it's the dog days of summer and if it's a hundred degrees, I'm still trying to, if I need to shoot up in the saddle or, or up in the tree stand, like how I would practice just to get a couple shots, I do it and sweaty and everything, <laughs> but at the same time, so it's going to be coming out and in the right time for me to keep continuing to practice. Um, but man, that, again, just like I said, you just go on and you see all these different things. So I love that you listen to customers. You guys are seeing it yourselves, uh, and you're making those improvements. So I'm, I couldn't stress of how excited I am to, to try this new camera arm and base and shoulder. Yeah, absolutely. Let's take a quick break and thank our partners over at Big Sky Rent, uh, which allows you to rent premium hunting, camping, and fishing gear at an affordable price. It also allows you to free up that space in your garage or closet. Uh, so instead of spending thousands of dollars on a spawning scope, you can just use it for that one time for that week that you need it when your first trip out west. Uh, just go over to BigSkyRent.com and rent it out. You have the options to get it sent to your house or wherever you're going to hunt. So you, when you're finished with it, you just put it back in a box, go to your local FedEx or UPS, ship it back. Uh, and it's awesome. It's that simple, that easy. So check out what Big Sky has to offer on their website at BigSkyRent.com and use code AntlerUp10 to save some money. Awesome, man. Well, what I want to talk to you about, we, we just before we got rolling is just how we were saying, you know, some strategies and tips and tricks, you know, when did you start getting into filming your hunts? Yeah. So that was actually a couple of years ago. Um, I did. So I've, I've only worked for fourth arrow a couple of years. And before I worked for fourth arrow, um, I, I mean, I've, I've been hunting since I, as soon as I, you know, was old enough to, um, and I've always, I always thought it'd be really fun to film my hunts. I, I, you know, kind of love tinkering around with photography and shooting videos and stuff, you know, what, no matter what it was, but I, I really wanted to be able to take the plunge and get the right gear and be able to film, you know, out in the woods. So I, I did end up getting a, actually, <laughs> actually won a, uh, a, uh, a camera at, um, an event, <laughs> my, uh, my first camera, Sony AX 33. So nice. the stabilization on that camera is, I was pretty impressed with when I first got it. It's pretty, pretty, pretty cool. Um, but anyway, so I, I got, I got the right gear. I got a fourth arrow camera arm and I started filming and I, I was hooked. It was a blast. Um, and not too long later, the opportunity opened up for me to, uh, work at fourth arrow. So that was, that was a huge leap. And, um, I've learned, I've learned so much since when I started, um, it, and you know, self-filming, you, you learn something new all the time. You, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. you have to learn by, by your mistakes <laughs> yep. um, and by your experiences, but you know, kind of, kind of the tips I, I would say, um, that, that, uh, I, I, I'd say really learn your camera well, um, because in the moment when, especially when you're self-filming, there's so many things going on at once. And you really need to be able to know that camera well um, to get, you know, get your shot on film for one. I mean, it depends what camera you're using. You know, a lot of people, they'll just be using, you know, a handy cam and they'll just have it, you know, in auto. But what happens when, you know, it's getting a little bit darker, getting a little less, you know, shooting light, um, you know, what can you do to, to try to correct that? So, you know, get to know your camera well and adjust it. Like I know last year I had a buck come in. I still had shooting light, but filming light was just really getting slim right. and being able to quickly, you know, adjust your exposure. It's not going to be the greatest footage period. Um, but being able to, to know that camera, the ins and outs of that camera is really important. Um, so I would definitely say that the other thing too, for self filming that I've learned is I think one of the most invaluable things <laughs> is, a, a remote. Yep. I bought one of those and I'm like, yeah, I, I wouldn't want to sell film without this. Um, it's so nice just to be able to hit record or zoom in. Sometimes you want to zoom in with it too. 
but just be able to hit record without having to reach way up because there's those deer can come in so fast and there's so much you have to do when you're self-filming between, you know, I got to push my GoPro remote, get my second angle camera going, um, and then be able to make sure I hit record on the camera and get my bow ready. Um, so the, the easier you can make that whole process, the better. <laughs> right. And I want to say so, too, I mean, I, see if you agree, just because again, I, that's something that I've noticed with self-filming. It's almost, uh, heighten my my senses just because i want to make sure like you said my second my second camera angle i got to make sure my am i zoomed in is am i am i in focus all that stuff so it almost feels like not only has it made it more challenging but in a fun like in a fun way but it's almost heightened right. my it heightened my senses just because it's like okay i got to make sure i'm here uh and if the deer's about to cross that tree make sure i'm in am i going to lead them how am i going to work it um and so have you noticed that a little bit since you've <clears throat> jumped in with self-filming? Right, right. No, totally, totally. And you have to think ahead too. It's like, okay, where is he going to come in? I want him to be preferably in this lane because you, you have to think ahead because once you draw back, you can't adjust, you just can't adjust that camera. So right. you really have to think ahead and, uh, but yeah, no, it definitely does. You know, it, it may, it's, it's a fun challenge. Um, to self-film and when it all comes together it's 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 a blast yeah man no and what's funny is this past year for myself and dimitri we when i got set up with the day i shot my buck uh it was actually still a little bit dark and i had deer it was november 8th i had deer just running all around me i didn't actually get a chance to get set up um, with my camera gear just because i mean they were legit right underneath me so uh, it was as soon as legal light hit i already had a buck coming and i just took the shot and and uh, <laughs> so and then i i quick grabbed my gopro i hooked it up and just started talking into there just because it was like just the heat of the moment i'm like guys i'm sorry you know it's just one of those uh, situations and then um I'll, I'll throw dimitri under the bus a little bit uh he's actually a pumped to, to be jumping on with fourth arrow to, to get something this year, just because his camera, uh, arm broke. I forget which one that he had. He had an older, different model of, of a different brand. And as the day he shot his buck, when he was got climbed up to the stand, he was getting ready to, to hook up. And next thing you know, he's like, Oh, you gotta be kidding me. The, the arm broke. And so he didn't have the one piece to hook it up a little bit oh, later, <laughs> dude, late, a little bit later in the, in the morning, a nice, uh, seven point PA buck came and put on a great shot and, uh, didn't run 40, I don't think. And, and, uh, so when he recovered it, it was his dad came with him just to, to hold the camera. And so he's like, man, I'm definitely going to be getting something new for, from fourth arrow this upcoming year. <laughs> and then, you know, then you guys come out with, with the new stuff. So he's like, I'm oh, definitely. So, uh, but yeah, so there's just two challenges there, two different total things of, of self filming, right. but, but I mean, and, and right. it has nothing to do with actually filming, uh, which is kind of, <laughs> you know what I mean? When you think about it and right, uh, right. What, what's actually kind of cool is I've had the opportunity now of, I think it's actually made me appreciate and just enjoy sitting out hunting more as well, just because I'm, I can, I could tell a story whether you want to watch it or, or listen to it or whatever. Uh, I, it's something where if I'm filming a bird and this past year, it was one of, it was middle October and I, days where it, the sun was just awesome. And I just heard a lot of, uh, noise coming from over this one ridge and comes and here comes a big black bear. And I was in front of a water hole where I had a camera set up over the summer and we were seeing a lot of deer sign and, and some bear sign actually. And it was a week right before bear came in, it was 30 yards in front of me. And this black bear just actually gets in the water, hanging out, bathing for about four or five minutes. And then he gets out and leaves. But man, when I was focused on him filming him, it just, it was so awesome. And when he ran off, I was just like, man, that just made my day. It would have made my day if I was not filming, but since I got it on camera, I was able to zoom in and just really get some really cool footage of that bear, man. It was just such an awesome experience. And it kind of like, that was the hook, line and sinker for me. You know what I mean? Right, right. No, yeah, it, it's so much fun too. Like for, for me, it helps me pass the time when I'm in the woods too, because I'm thinking, you know, I, one, of the, one of the other tips I guess I would tell people is, get good B-roll because I don't want to just see a video of your kill shot and that's it. You know, right. you want to be able to tell that story, how it happened, um, show it 
Um, so, so make sure you get plenty of good B-roll footage and, and just, you know, doing all those shots kind of helps pass the time. And, um, and once you can get, you know, when you can record cool footage of different things that happen in the woods, it, it's just a blast to be able to, to film it and then share it with other people. Yeah, man. Um, that's awesome. I know for me too, I, I was able to film actually two years in a row. I filmed, um, my younger brother, he shot a buck in the youth hunt. And then the following year, he shot a really nice eight point. And I actually, that same morning, uh, my other younger brother shot his first, um, his first deer. So that's awesome. Two deer within 15 minutes, kind of a crazy story. That's but really, really be able cool. To get that on film and be able to, you know, share it with other people and to film their excitement. That, that was a blast. Yeah. And that's, and that's the thing too. I know Dimitri and I, uh, Cause he, like I said, he tagged out pretty early in October towards the end of there. And so when we were hunting during the rutcation, basically for me, he's behind the camera filming me and we just had a really cool time. And just like you were saying, just kind of passing the time and just getting different views and angles. Um, so yeah, man, I, I just think it's such a cool, different kind of, like you said, just a story to tell and see. Um, but you know, you mentioned about having that AX 33 that you won. Now, what kind of gear are you running and then what base and, and arm do you use from fourth arrow? Yeah. So as far as the camera, it depends what I'm doing. Okay. Um, if I'm self filming, I absolutely love the simplicity of more of a handy cam style camera. Uh, it, for me, it's, it's a hard toss up because I love good quality images. Right. And I know that if I have a camera, a bridge or a mirrorless or a SLR, even with a larger sensor, I'm going to be able to really have a lot more fun and be more creative with my shots and with depth of field and way better in low light. But at the same time, at the end of the day, I just, I just want to be able to make it happen and right. self film. <laughs> you know? yep. So it, it, there are many times where I just, okay, I'm just going to take my handy cam out and, and just go try to make it happen. So yeah, I, if I'm self-filming most of the time I'm using that Sony AX 33. Um, and like you, you know, AX 53, that's another great camera. It's got a little bit more zoom than the 33. Um, the thing I like about the X 33 is it's got that gyro lens. Yeah. So the, you know, the stability of that footage is just, it's ridiculous. It's really cool for if you're doing anything handheld, you know, for your recovery or anything like that. So, um, as far as the camera arm, I, I've, I've been using the trusty stiff arm. That's the first arm I got from fourth arrow. And for me, it, it works great. Um, I did use, um, our, the carbon arm 3.0, a prototype one in Saskatchewan on a bear hunt, um, last May, actually it's coming up almost just like pretty much a year ago. Um, and that, I love that. I loved how lightweight it was, but I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, my stiff arm, I, I just love that thing. Well, what's nuts too is about the stiff arm, how you were saying how light the, the carbon arms are and they are, they're super, super light. I've held them at, at the trade show at here at Pennsylvania, but man, my, the stiff arm is light as well. It's not, you're not lugging around as man. Some of the other brands that, uh, have, have the big bases and big arms as, as well. Right. Right. No, and that's the thing. So like, I want to just pick your brain a little bit, just because I'm in this predicament where I, I shot this past season with a Canon, uh, DSLR and I'm, I'm looking to upgrade just for the sole fact of the simplicity. Uh, I kind of like the idea how you were saying like that handy cam. And I've been looking at that Sony in particular, the 53 and the 33 and, um, I'm so torn because then I'll look at like how you were saying some of the photo footage and I'm not, I'm by no means I am, uh, I don't, I'm not taking a lot of pictures. My pictures might be just something from a hunt, just maybe zooming in on certain other, uh, if I'm with Dimitri, we're just getting footage, footage of certain things. Um, so the camera does play a somewhat role that I could maybe do both. But in the grand scheme of things, man, I just want something for simple for my hunt. So I'm, I'm really tossing up between, do I, do I go the, the can the handy cam route or do I go with the mirrorless camera? Right. Right. Yeah. I don't, if you're self filming the majority of the time, you know, I, I, I think I would lean more toward that handy cam. Yeah. Uh, just because it's, it is easier to operate. I, 
you know, there are other guys that are like, no way I, I'm just going to use my, I'm going to use my trusty SLR or my mirrorless and I'm going to do manual focus. <laughs> I'm going to do, <laughs> you know, you have to manually zoom and all this stuff. And, you know, that's great. But if you can make it happen, fantastic for you. But I mean, it, it kind of depends on, you know, your skill level, right. <laughs> you know, and right. how, how, how you familiar you are with, you know, trying to get it all done when you have a mirrorless or that type, but yeah, you know, it's, it's definitely tough. more for, for like the majority of the time that handy cam is just so convenient. But, and the other thing too, I mean, I, I, I wish the one thing I'd wish my, uh, X 33 did was be better in low light. It's not that great in low light. Um, so if you can spend the money, I would get a, um, a camcorder with at least a one inch sensor. Okay. Um, maybe Greek to some of you guys out there, but, um, look at that. The problem is they are definitely more expensive, um, but they will perform a lot better in low light. Right. No, that's actually, I like that you said that, uh, for about the price, just because again, going, I'll kind of go back a little bit to when I was getting into it a couple of years ago and stuff is you would, and you see, still see it today for a new person coming into filming and they're like, Hey, here's my budget. What should I spend my, most of my money on? And I would say eight out of 10 people will say, get a solid camera base and arm. And that's where, you know, spend that extra money there. And that's what, again, where I kept seeing like the fourth arrow camera arm and base and all that stuff, you know, man, try that, that stiff arm. You, you won't go wrong with that. Um, so that's a, you know, we could even get into that, that we could just talk about, you know, for someone just starting out, like, what should they, where should they begin? Right, right. Yeah. I mean, going back to the base, as far as, you know, keeping your camera steady, you can, you can have a red, but if you don't have something steady, you're going to have <laughs> junk footage. Right. You know I mean? <laughs> right. Uh, so it didn't do you any good. Uh, but yeah, I mean, for starting out, I, I would absolutely recommend, you know, get yourself a good, um, a good camera arm um, because that that's what keeps your camera steady in the tree. That's what allows you to be able to self film. I, <laughs> Like back in the day before, before fourth arrow existed, our owner, um, he had one of his, uh, one of his nephews film his hunt for him. And he, he was just like freehanding the camera with like the camera on a monopod or something, you know, you just can't do that when you're self-filming. Right. So right. I would definitely say, you know, invest in a good, in a good camera arm to be able to keep that camera steady. Um, and then as far as the camera goes, um, you know, get what fits your budget. Um, there definitely are a lot of great options out there now, um, even used options, you know, because the beauty of technology is it advances quickly, but also things get old quickly. Yeah. <laughs> so if you want a more budget option, you know, you can check out, you know, eBay and you get a decent camera, you know, that, you know, might have a couple of scratches on it, but it's still going to function just fine for you. So right. yeah, as far as that goes, definitely, you know, there's lots of different places you can shop around for cameras. Um, and then, you know, another thing I would tell people for people starting out, um, you don't have to have a shotgun mic. You don't have to have an external mic, but it definitely does increase your audio quality. The problem with, you know, just running your camera as is without a, a shotgun mic is the audio for one, it's not great. If you you're touching your camera and you're zooming in and out, you'll get a bunch of sounds of you doing that. The other thing is it's just going to pick up a ton of ambient noise. So it's going to be really <laughs> like, you'll be able to hear the surroundings like almost too well. And it, it, it won't be focused, you know, noise when you're trying to talk to the camera, the audio is not going to be as clear when you're pointing toward the deer, you're not going to be able to, you know, hear the leaves rustle right. or things like that is clear. So if you can invest in a shotgun mic, it's definitely worth it. Um, the one I found that I really like is just the, uh, the road video micro. It's, it's a really pretty inexpensive one. Um, and it runs off phantom power. So you don't have to run, um, an external battery with it. So, which I like because I don't want to forget to turn my mic on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so yep. I would definitely say it's, it's a worthy upgrade to look into rather than just using the built in microphone on the camera. Right now. What, um, kind, of, what, what kind of fluid head are you using? As far as a, a head, I'm, I'm just using our fourth arrow video head. 
Um, it's actually not like a true fluid head is what they call it. So it's not fluid based in, in the base of it, but, um, I've had fantastic experiences with it. Um, at, for me with, with that fluid not being in there, uh, we're from Michigan, so it gets cold and there's no fluid that freezes. So that, that heads work great for me. It's really light. Um, it's, it's really affordable too. You can spend a lot of, diff- a lot of money on, um, the different fancy heads that are out there. Um, we just wanted to offer, you know, a head that was definitely sufficient for most people, especially with more of the handy cam or the SLR before, you know, they're not using a pro grade camera. Um, you know, just a simple head. We wanted to offer something that was, you know, affordable for people to be able to, to, to get a good, you know, decent head. So, right. And you guys do offer a fluid head as well, but that the video head, how, how long is the handle on that one? Oh man, I want to say, I don't have one in front of me at the moment. Um, I want to say it's, it is probably 10 to 11 inches. Okay. Yeah. So that's basic. So, that's basic. I didn't know if it was like a little bit sh- shorter or, you know, just as long as, as some of the other ones. So that's good too. Right. Right. And like, I know, you know, some tips, some guys recommend if you're like turkey hunting too, it does have an, that handle is adjustable so you can change the angle of it. Okay. So what a lot of guys will do, say you have, I mean, we can talk about the different equipment that we have available for turkey hunting if you want, but anyway, yeah. um, basically if you're running your camera off of the tripod or off of our Rex arm, you just want to minimize movement when you're turkey hunting because of course, you know, their eyesight's insane. (laughs) (laughs) So you can basically loosen up where the handle attaches to the head. You can loosen that up and tilt the handle down. Um, and that just gives you your movement like much further down and down lower. So just having that option is another nice thing. And for the last break of today, let's thank our partners over at Stokerize Stabilizers. Uh, I'm, br- I'm running that brand new M1 Hunter SS1 uh, 14. It's the micro diameter stabilizer. It's perfect for eliminating vibration. Uh, I've noticed even a huge benefit uh, with this specific stabilizer since I've been shooting with the tight spot quiver on. So my bow feels perfectly balanced at full draw and zero vibration. Uh, so not only has the bow been already awesome with, with, with that hand shock, but adding this uh, stabilizer even does the trick and with that rear uh, weight dis- distribution to it man it feels awesome in the hand so proudly made in the usa uh, also here in pennsylvania sean's a great individual um, check out that episode that we did with him a few uh, weeks ago uh, so check out what the the new m1 series over at stokerized.com yeah absolutely well you know kind of lead into that since you just talked about the turkey hunting stuff just because again this will you know i've got on the ground i've been using my tripod and uh i just kind of threw my fluid head on on top of my tripod on my Manfro- uh, manfrotto one that i have uh but you guys have like that raptor arm and the rex arm you know talk about some of those things that you that you guys offer right right so we offer a few different options depends what you know your turkey hunting setup looks like how you hunt turkeys um for me one of my personal favorites especially this year is our our monopod and what's called our monopod stake so it's really simple it just screws right in the bottom of the monopod um, and then you can basically take that monopod anywhere stake it into the ground and you're good to go so it's a lot lighter than you know running the tripod really easy for running gun scenarios uh, another option if you are hunting on the ground and you're mostly stationary or you're hunting out of a, a pop-up blind like you mentioned we have our rex arm and our raptor arm so basically they're just the, the raptor arms are shorter arm. It's just a six inch arm and a Rex arms, a 10 inch arm. Basically they just mount right on top of a tripod and it gives you that extra range of motion so that you can move your camera without having to move your tripod. So that's huge. Sometimes it's like you want to minimize movement. You want to easily be able to, you know, move that camera in the blind. All you do is just swing it over. You know, you don't have to, you don't have to move the whole tripod. So that that right there is super helpful for, you know, anybody on the ground in the pop-up line. The other thing I'll, I'll mention briefly too, is, um, what's called our, um, our pillar kit. Basically, if, if you don't want a tripod in the blind, it does take up space. So with our pillar kit, it's basically a monopod toward the top of the monopod is a clamp. And we have, what's called our pop-up blind adapter. 
It's basically just an adapter piece that mounts right to the pop-up blind um, on a hub-style pop-up, right where those cross pieces go together, usually underneath the window. Yep. So you mount that on there, clamp it to there with this with this pillar, which is that monopod with the clamp, um, and then run the Rex arm off of that. So you have that range of motion, and then you don't have to use a tripod in the blind. So that is another option um, that we have. So we kind of have <laughs> the whole gamut as far as yeah, man. I know you know what what's your turkey hunting style and you know whether you like to use the tripod or you want to get rid of it. So yeah, well, geez, I mean that monopod and the stake is just awesome. I'm looking at it right now as we speak, and, and uh, really compact. Like you said, you just pop it in the ground, and boom, it's just one little pole hanging off, you know, right there for you. Right. That's awesome. Well, one more, one more question that I want to kind of talk to just because I love talking gear and, and everything like that is, you know, what, how are you bringing everything in to, uh, either to the stand or, or while you're going turkey hunting, like you could pick your poison for however you, which way you want to go with that. Right. So, I mean, I, I just use, a you know, our, usually our fourth arrow pack. Um, so getting a good pack is definitely the other important piece that, you know, I would tell people, um, our fourth arrow packs, a nice pack. It's really, it's got a lot of space in it. You can strap an arm in the outside if you want, which I, I, I'm liking that more and more, um, because I want to be able to protect me, you know, keep my camera gear separate from, you know, my arm. So it's not, you know, bouncing around and banging, um, like our pack does have, um, basically a laptop holder where it's got that padded section. So, you, you can, if you want to put your arm in the pack, you know, we still have that padded section, keep your camera, which is nice to have, but, um, that is the nice thing about our pack. You can, you know, you know, strap something on the outside. Um, you even put your bow back there if you want. Um, so yeah, between that pack and I did, I do also have, um, a Badlands, uh, super day pack, which if you're going on a long trip, you know, if you're really checking out there a long ways, it is nice to have a pack that, you know, clips around your, you know, your waist well, and, you know, really supports the, the weight on your hips versus your back. You know, um, they, they have a great lineup of packs as far as that goes, but, um, yeah, getting a good pack is definitely important. And, uh, you know, like I said, I like ours. It's simple. Um, you can spend a lot of money on a pack, you know, or, 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 or not too much, you know, just find what works for you. What fits your camera gear. I think that's the biggest thing. Just, get what, you know, what fits your camera gear right. and get a comfortable pack if you have to go a long ways with it. <laughs> yeah. How about it? Awesome, man. Well, you know, we talked about what's coming out. Is there anything else, uh, for what, you know, fourth arrow has in has in, uh, plans ahead for 2020? Nothing I can talk about. No. <laughs> I, think, I think we already spilled all the beans. So yeah. that's awesome. <laughs> no, man. no, we're, we're excited about the new systems coming out. Um, we are, I know, I know a lot of questions that people have had, like, when can I, when can I upgrade my arm to this new, new shoulder and base? And like, okay, just, just hold your horses a little bit. Um, COVID-19 kind of has messed with our, you know, production timetable as far as when we wanted to get all this stuff out. But, um, all our, like, you you know, like you've seen probably out there already, um, all our new talent kits are available for pre-order so people can go ahead and, and, uh, get what they want there. Um, we are planning on shipping all those out in, um, July. So all that should be available in July. Awesome. Um, and then throughout the summer, you know, what we should have, you know, hopefully some more available and we're hoping, you know, this fall we'll be able to get every, everybody upgraded a new system that wants to. So you might have to have a little bit of patience if you don't want to buy a whole <laughs> brand new kit, <laughs> Right. right. <laughs> but we're going to try to, you know, we're working as hard as we can to get that, make sure that's available as soon as possible. Um, so yeah, be looking for the upgrade base and shoulder or base and talon, depending upon which kit you want to get, um, which combo you want to get, um, be looking for that this fall for sure. That's awesome, man. Well, I commend you and, and the rest of the people over at fourth arrow for one, you know, listening to what people had to say and making those improvements. That's just a tremendous thing, uh, for you guys, just because, you know, like I said, a lot of people already spoke highly and I've, like I said, I've had the, the stiff arm and, and thought highly of it and just really excited to get that new one this summer. Um, so yeah, so like you said, so we'll be looking forward to that, the new products coming out in the summer and, uh, where else, you know, could people learn more about you and fourth arrow? 
Yeah. So you can, you can uh, look us up on our website, you know, uh, fourth Um, we do have, you know, different social pages between Facebook, Instagram. Um, so you'll easily be able to find us on there. Um, and we do have a YouTube channel too, which has got a lot of great videos on there too. So yeah, look us up and, uh, yeah. Awesome, man. Yeah. And, and plus two, I'm sure uh, the guys over at Bowhunter Die will have some stuff coming out hopefully this summer too. I'm sure they'll get their hands on their stuff. So you got it. They will. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. All right. Joe, yeah, we well, already sent Todd. We already sent Todd one of the new systems. He was one of the lucky people to get his hands on um, the, the, the few that we had. So <laughs> yeah, man, <laughs> until that's... our full blown production is, uh, is all ready to go. So yeah, he, he's pretty excited about it too. Awesome, man. Well, hey, uh, everybody, Joe, thank you so much for uh, coming on and, and taking the time. Check out 4th Arrow Camera Arms over at 4th ForthArrowCameraArms.com and uh, go ahead and pre-order that new, the new camera arm base and or if you just want to wait till the, the fall to get the new one for the upgrade, uh, just like Joe said, just be patient because, man, I, I think it'll be worth the wait. I'm, I'm ecstatic. So thanks for coming on. And till next time, everyone, antler up. And that wraps up our latest episode of the Antler Up podcast. Joe, thank you so much for coming on. Those of you that are still listening, thank you for the support. Uh, if you don't mind, go ahead over to our uh, Instagram and on our link tree, you're going to see a brand new shirt design that I've, I drew up the other night. Uh, and what we're going to do is once we hit a specific number, all proceeds of this shirt are going to go to our local community here, YMCA, uh, here in central Pennsylvania. And it's going to, we're going to donate all the proceeds to the anti-hunger foundation that they have going on, uh, just with everything going on for our local communities, our school, uh, for the children, uh, you know, for me being a teacher, it means a lot uh, to give back to our community. So all proceeds that uh, are going to be made from these shirts are, are going to go straight to that anti-hunger program. And uh, with these shirts, we're going to do a pre-order pre-order until the end of May. Uh, they'll be made and be shipped to you about middle June. So uh, please go ahead, check those shirts out. Something that I designed, it's the Way Antler Up Waypoint shirt. It's on our link in the Antler Up Instagram. So uh, if you have any questions, please reach out. Thank you for the support. It means a lot to us. And uh, head on over at antlerupoutdoors.com. Check out all our social pages that we have, our YouTube, Instagram, Facebook. And if you have any questions or ideas, man, please hit, hit, uh, hit us up and we'll uh, get back to you. So thank you for listening. Thank you for the support. Till next time, Antler Up.